The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC. The Soccer Talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, all I can say with great excitement, great happiness, great enthusiasm, and a great passion in soccer, Hala Madrid. Now I understand I maybe should not be saying that because of course I'm a sports writer, I should be objective, but I gotta be honest, based on how the game went, Based on Real Madrid's journey in the knockout stage, I cannot help it. Even if you don't like Real Madrid, there is just no point in denying that they had one hell of a tournament, they played great football, and that you have to, you'll congratulate them. There's no point in not giving them credit. They won fair and square each time. And believe me when I tell you folks, that this Real Madrid team will be, ta- be, talking, will be talking about it For a very, very long time. And as y'all just saw, my excitement got the better of me, so I basically stuttered a few times. Oh boy. The emotional excitement and content when you are a passionate soccer fan like me, well, the excitement and adrenaline is goddamn overwhelming. You know, I gotta be honest. At first, I didn't... My Saturday, uh... Started out pretty wild. I actually had to help help out my mom with a wedding that she was working, and she had so many flowers, so I volunteered to help deliver them to uh, for her, you know, to the wedding venue. I even offered uh, to stay and help out because I needed to kill time until until the the until it was game time for the Champions League. But unfortunately, well, I don't know if I should say unfortunately. I mean, I was willing to help, but they said it was fine. So I mean, I'm I'm just glad that I volunteered. So that helps me feel good. So so I was doing that, and I had to drive all the way out to Burleson. So. I was thinking I, I, I could possibly go somewhere on the t- near the TCU campus because I'm sure they have, you know, bars and restaurants where I, where I could watch the game. So, so you know, knowing that I'd watch the game, my original plan was to go to the Londoner, which is the pub that I, that I frequent frequently go to. But because Liverpool was, Liverpool being in the final, it was, no, it was no surprise that the pub was actually full. So, uh, so foolish to me. I know I, I kind of drove, drove down to uh, Ulysses, you know, went there, and then it was full, and then just immediately just drove back up to Fort Worth. And because it was Saturday, there was really no traffic to worry about, so thank God. So I went to a place called Buffalo Bros, which is actually on the TCU campus. It's a very nice place. Uh, for, for those of you that who live in, out in Fort Worth, I'm sure you all have heard of this place. It's, it's uh, Buffalo Bros. It's in Sundance Square. And again, it's, it's on the uh, campus of Texas Christian University. So I was driving by, and I looked at that place, and like, 
there's actually several places. There was actually a pub close by, but I was actually feeling really hungry. So I, I picked Buffalo Bros, and, you know, there was actually a whole... But what really caught my attention more than anything is that there were a lot of soccer fans there. So I figured, well, you know what? That's the place for me. And it's honestly, honestly considered a pub. It's basically kind of, you know, a, a pub. Anyway, it's, it's like a basically a combination of the pub and an American sports bar. It's kind of like... It, it, it's very unique. Buffalo Bro, Bros is very unique. And if anybody in Fort Worth, you're visiting the TCU campus, I strongly recommend a visit to Buffalo Bros. They have amazing food, amazing staff, amazing atmosphere, amazing establishment. There's nothing negative about that place. So I get there. Basically, with, with about 10 minutes left, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm here just in time. I get to my table. I know I'm almost joining all these soccer fans. And then, and then I'm told... Well, then I look at the TV that there's a, the game is delayed. God damn it, man. God damn it. Especially because of why it was delayed. I'm like, ugh. And I don't really want to get into those details because it's just so goddamn frustrating. It's just, it's what I like to call some unwanted drama. Unwanted drama. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. But then the game gets delayed. And then at first I think they said it was like for 15 minutes. But then it gets delayed, I think, another, another additional 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like thinking, oh my goodness, because you know I take you know <laughs> when, when you're so excited for a game and and you know that you that day you know because after the game went away when I go, got home which was late at night because I had to take care of some other things after the game, you know I had to write an article on it which I did it was published this morning I would strongly recommend and I beg you to please take a, take the time to read and share it out I would really appreciate that and. Don't forget to follow Primetime Sports Talk on Twitter and check out our website. Check out everybody else's work. Primetime Sports Talk is honestly the best sports website in the world. But honestly, like, you know, watching this game, you know, listening to it. But, I, but I then I thought, you know what? I guess the bright side is I can order my food and then maybe hopefully by the time my food comes, the game starts and then I can enjoy, my, enjoy a meal, watch the game and everything's going to be okay. And thankfully it, it turned out that way. So, well, you know, based on how this game went, you know, when I uh, previewed the game with Steve and then when I had uh, Mr. Josh McSwain on, uh, we kind of have all, all of our views on the game, I really felt that, that this game really was going to be fought tooth and nail the whole entire time. Because I said that from the beginning, re Liverpool would immediately turn up the pressure. They would immediately get in control, start the attack, start you know uh, attacking threats, and that's exactly what they did. And Real Madrid was basically in the same exact position they've been in the entire knockout stage. You know, be overwhelmed in the first half and then pull it pull it off in the second half, and, and that's basically what happened. And Real Madrid, you know, immediately being overwhelmed, and then you know Thibaut Courtois, what a fucking amazing performance that guy had nine saves nine freaking saves and i should mention this you know i might be getting a little ahead of myself i don't know but i'm, I'm sorry folks the excitement the adrenaline has already kicked in again Mohamed salah six shots on target six shots on target and the ball never got past thibault courtois Liverpool had a total of nine shots on target. Thibaut Courtois saved every single one of them. Every single one of them. And like one time we thought the ball would go in, like he would deflect the ball, it would hit the post. My God, several times the ball this close, and I mean this close to getting to the past that line that would made it a goal. 
Thibaut Courtois never allowed the ball to get past him. Never. Never, ever, ever. Thibaut Courtois earned, and I say he earned the right to be named player of the match because, God damn it, he deserved it. Now, no disrespect to Vinny Jr. who scored the game-winning goal, but I'm sure that he would agree, Thibaut Courtois, those saves, those cannot be ignored. Those nine saves, ladies and gentlemen, cannot, and I repeat, cannot go unnoticed. If, if, that, if it were to go unnoticed for anybody, that, then obviously they didn't watch the game. I watched the game. My eyes on the TV the whole time. The only time I turned away was to briefly look at my phone or take a bite of what I was eating or take a sip of my drink. But I could not take my eyes off the TV. The atmosphere I was at, you know, there was like actually like only two Liverpool supporters. It was actually a Chelsea supporter, interestingly enough. But, you know, being surrounded with Real Madrid fans, you know, there were, you know, students at Texas Christian University. You know, several foreign exchange students were with me. You know, of course, you know, the, the soccer fans, you know, of course, they come from around the world. And when they visit, especially these foreign exchange students, you know, they come here. Of course, they love soccer. So, you know, the fact that they were, they actually were interested. You know, I told them about, about this show, about what I do. And they, they were immediately excited and they wanted to know what, what, what this show was. I gave them my business card with the show. So, if you boys happen to be listening, if you guys want to be on, just let me know. And I will make it happen. Not if it's going to happen, because God damn it, it's going to happen. If you want to be on my show, I promise you, I will, in fact, make it happen. I promise. Now, the way that, go back to the first half, I mean, Liverpool just not letting up, just immediately, I mean, and Real Madrid could barely even attempt any attacks of their own because they were just so badly overwhelmed. But like I said, that has been the case the entire knockout stage. We saw that against, especially against Manchester City, against Chelsea. Real Madrid was having a hard time, but then they would somehow manage to pull it together. Resiliency. Resiliency is arguably the most important factor for Real Madrid throughout the knockout stage. Because they were resilient the whole entire time. But resiliency was the top quality. Other than that, team chemistry because it was the team chemistry that they had that helped them play and win as a team. The team chemistry helped establish the brilliant teamwork that we saw from Real Madrid. But above all else, above all else, Real Madrid had one hell of a unique and brilliant mindset. Let me say that one more time. A unique and brilliant Mindset. I had never, ever seen Real Madrid play the way the way they did, not only in this final, but in the entire knockout stage. And I am not exaggerating, because I promise you, I had never seen Real Madrid be this focused, be this resilient, be this fearless, be and be that passionate and motivated and committed and dedicated to winning the game. All the qualities I describe, sometimes even those qualities are major understatements because everything meshed together well and Real Madrid just pulled off the magic and it worked. It worked to the absolute perfection. And as much credit that goes to Real Madrid, 
Liverpool deserves credit too because despite the fact that it was frustrating for them to not be able to beat Thibaut Courtois, Liverpool never, ever, ever gave up. They could have easily said, fuck this, we can't score, screw it. Let's just go over to the penalty, let's hope for the penalty shootout because we'll make it through then. No, absolutely not because they knew that if Real Madrid wants to win the ultimate prize in the game, you want to do it within 90 minutes. Believe me. You want to do it with, without as much pressure on your back as possible. Okay? And Liverpool was all about inflicting that overwhelming, excruciating pressure on the shoulders of Real Madrid. That's exactly what they did. But again, Real Madrid, despite all the overwhelming, excruciating pressure sitting on their shoulders, they found a way to counter it. Just like they did against Manchester City. Just like they did against Chelsea. Just like they did against Paris Saint-Germain. That's why, to solidify and justify my point, I have never, ever seen Real Madrid as good as they had been in this tournament and in this season. Much credit to Carlo Ancelotti. And if I want to talk about solidifying and justifying my point, well, there you go. I have said numerous times that Carlo Ancelotti is the GOAT of Italian soccer. And based on how this final went, how he kept his squad well-focused, well-established, but of course the players did their part too. It's been the same thing in the entire knockout stage. He is, in fact, indeed, the GOAT of Italian soccer, and there is no point in denying it. And speaking of Mr. Ancelotti... He is the first manager in history to win the Champions League four times. Four times. That, ladies and gentlemen, is something that is not handed to you. That is something you work hard for. That is something you build for. That is something that you earn. And Carlo Ancelotti has done a magnificent job, not only this so far with Real Madrid, not only just in his previous thing with Real Madrid, but Carlo Ancelotti is one hell of a manager. It is no exaggeration that I call him, or that I consider him, I should say, the GOAT of Italian soccer. The accomplishments, the resume, they do not lie. Oh, boy. Now, I want to talk a little bit about what happened in the first half. I think you guys know what I am talking about. I am talking about the goal that was Put, that was scored by Kareem Benzema that the referee had the goddamn audacity to take away. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. You know it. That was a goal. That was a goal. Now, I did talk about this with my good buddy, Mr. Josh McSwain. Now, he obviously agrees with the referee, which I respect. I mean, it's like that. But my explanation, based on how I saw it, okay, it was a goal. But either way, you know, I guess now I should say it doesn't really matter because Real Madrid went on to win. But honestly, because it was actually a Liverpool player that made contact with the ball, that's why the goal should have counted. But I guess where they placed Kareem Benzema when the ball was touched, I guess that's why they ruled it an offside. But I still disagree. It should have been a goal. All right? If you don't think it's a goal, fine. I'm not going to, you know, take it too far. I respect your opinion, but in my honest opinion, the goal should have counted. Of course, you know, when that happens, of course, you know, everybody with the, the rhetoric involving, you know, this is VAR, you know, VAR is pathetic, VAR is worthless. 
you know, I think what, what truly bothered me is that the review was, was lengthy. And I, and I figured, you know, if it takes that long, you know, it doesn't change. It, it doesn't go from an 80% chance that the goal is going to be confirmed to a 20% chance that it's not. Because usually if it's quick, it, it's immediately 50-50. But no matter how long it goes, it's still 50-50. So the goal is ruled nullified due to an offside and all the Real Madrid fans that were around me. God, they were unhappy. I mean, I was pretty unhappy because, like I said, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That honestly was a goal. Now, if you believe it wasn't a goal and you explain why, I'm definitely interested in, in, in hearing why you believe it's not a goal. And you know what? I might not agree with you, but I respect your opinion. And I'm just curious to know, you know, why you think. Because, you know, of course, in my honest opinion, and I always have an interest in hearing other people's point of views. That's one of the biggest blessings about journalism. You might you don't have to agree with them, but at least you can listen to them from a certain point of view, because everybody sees soccer in, in many, many different ways. That's just how unique the sport of soccer is. But anyway, so it's zero zero at halftime. Okay, so the game continues immediately after the halftime, and now Real Madrid. Then all of a sudden, they started putting the immense. Heavy pressure against Liverpool in the second half. But the fact that as much as pressure that Real Madrid was put on Liverpool, Liverpool was doing it back. So it wasn't like Liverpool was being extremely overwhelmed. That's when both teams were literally fighting tooth and nail big time. Both teams in each other's face, like literally punching each other in the face, but keep doing it. No team was going down. (sighs) So it, it, it keeps moving and it keeps moving. Now, Real Madrid is still attacking, but the Liverpool defense is beginning to heavily mark the attack like they did before. But there was one particular play, but also numerous times, like all those goals that just did not go in for Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool was definitely noticeably getting frustrated, okay? But they weren't getting to the point where they were, they were quitting. They were not letting the frustrations get to the get the better of them. Liverpool doesn't have that mindset. They have a mindset of just saying, "Fine, it didn't work. Let's just keep trying until it does. Let's not stop until we find our, until we find our answer." That's the type the type of team Liverpool is. Okay. But on one particular play, Real Madrid is threatening. Now I believe it was around. I know it was a uh, Federico Valverde. Oh, Valverde, excuse me. I don't even know if I'm saying it right or wrong. But anyway, I'll just say Federico. Federico was handling the ball. I think Benzema was by him. Now, the entire Liverpool defense is heavily marking that particular attack. And they are unaware, and I do mean unaware, that Vinicius Jr. is right there behind them waiting for that opportunity. And the closest defender to Vinicius Jr. was Trent Alexander-Arnold. Federico makes a huge pass... And once, and Vinicius Jr., my God, he was at the right place at the right time. And most importantly, he had the Liverpool defense at the right place at the right time in his case. But in Liverpool's case, wrong place at the wrong time. Federico makes that pass. And by the time Vinicius Jr. has control of the ball, the Liverpool defense is aware that he's there, but it is too late. Vinicius Jr. puts the ball into the back of the net and Real Madrid 
takes the lead, and this goal, without a shadow of a doubt, is 100% legit. That, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the greatest goals I have ever seen, not only in the Champions League, not only in domestic soccer, but that was one of the greatest goals I have ever seen in all of soccer. I have watched that replay so many times already, and honestly, I just cannot stop. I am fighting that urge right now, because I, all I want to do is just go back and watch it, which I will. Vinicius Jr., literally, and I do mean he literally snuck through the back door and put his team ahead, and Real Madrid would not go on to relinquish it. That goal was the decider. Liverpool kept their pressure alive, but what really scared the hell out of me was that Real Madrid had chances to put to score more goals, but those chances were being flushed down the toilet, and I feared that any second now, Liverpool is going to take advantage of Real Madrid's miscues and missed opportunities, and they're going to take the opportunity of themselves and cash in on it. Because we all know, Liverpool is one of those clubs that if you fuck up against them, if you miss your opportunities, and the opportunity goes to them, well, it's rare that they miss out on those opportunities, but that's what happened in this game. Liverpool basically could not take advantage of the opportunities that were strongly afforded to them. And that, ladies and gentlemen, cost them. So as I wrote my article, I, I asked, what happened to Liverpool? Honestly, it was bad luck. Yeah, definitely bad luck. But what really, really doomed them, and, th and this is me quoting myself from my article, what doomed them was the inability to score goals. That's the bad luck right there. Because again, Mohamed Salah, six shots on target, none of them. And I repeat, none of them worked. None of them went, went on for a goal. <laughs> Thibaut Courtois denies Mohamed Salah Half a dozen times. That, ladies and gentlemen, is fucking unheard of. But again, nine shots on target for Liverpool, and they could not put the ball into the net. And Real Madrid, two shots on target. Two shots on target, and one of them counted. Real Madrid basically waited. And I, based on how that play went, they basically waited for Liverpool to make a... Crucial mistake, which they really do not often do. Real Madrid took advantage of it. Liverpool underestimated Real Madrid's attack for one second, and it cost them. If you watch that play where Vinny Jr. scores that goal, you will see that I know just what the hell I am saying. They underestimated Real Madrid for one second, and boom, that cost them. Because like I said, they were unaware that Vinicius Jr. was right there, right behind them, unnoticed. Federico makes that beautiful pass. Vinny Jr. is right there. Boom. <sighs> that was... There was probably no other brilliant win to score a game-winning goal. To catch the opposing defense completely off guard and to catch them asleep. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Unaware. Unaware. Because I was seeing it, they were all looking at Federico, and I believe, and I truly believe, I think Benzema might, might have been there. I'm not sure. I watched it too many times, but you know, I always, I always basically skip to the point when, when he makes that pass. But I remember Liverpool heavily marking on that play right before Federico sets up to make the pass. Boom. 
Liverpool truly underestimated Real Madrid for one second, and once again, it cost them the title. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Once again, my congratulations to Real Madrid winning the Champions League for the 14th time. Hala Madrid. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, again. Y'all have a good day now. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.